welcome to today's episode of EYA's The Talk with your host, John and Isaac. We hope you enjoy today's conversation. Welcome. It is our very first episode of our podcast, The Talk, that we're launching. My name is Isaac, and it is an absolute honor that you're joining us and listening with us. I'm here with Jono. Hello. It's great to be here, especially seeing as I'm looking at your beautiful face. It's a beauty, it's a beauty that the people listening don't have to put up with unfortunately for them well i mean they get it every sunday they know that they're not missing out the other six days of the week so <laughs> we're uh, we're all set hopefully the voice is but an echo of what you see on a sunday and so we're happy to assist in that way but are we going to be going a journey over this season as a church john we've obviously just launched season one talking about being with jesus and so i think it would be great over these uh over this podcast and and what we do is to kind of frame up a conversation around that and so what we will be doing for those if you're wondering is every fortnight Jono and I will be releasing uh, a new episode of the talk uh, and hopefully just to engage you in a conversation with us we're going to talk about something called community Uh, we've all had experiences I mean I've had experiences with community remove the church thing from it both positive and negative I'm sure you have Jono absolutely it's 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 the it's the thing the joys and the lows I, I remember uh I grew up in Wynnum, just to clarify. I know, don't hold it against me. Uh, and I, I'm white as all heck. I don't even know if I can go down here. But Wynnum is a predominantly Kiwi uh, area of the world. And I played rugby league, Jono. And here's the thing. I'm white and Australian. And by the end of my time playing there, I sounded bro. <laughs> don't go there, Isaac. Continue. <laughs> we, we don't need to go there. We can, uh, we can definitely put a pin in that one there before you start offending an entire nation of people. What I'm saying is community changed me for the better. I'm still jury's out. Yeah, jury jury's definitely out. I mean, I, I think you'd probably fit in better with a colony of leprechauns. But, <laughs> but anyway, why don't we uh, uh, yes. why, why don't we jump in first Straight of all to our, our text for tonight. So each, each fortnight that we do this, we're going to be starting somewhere in the Bible because yep. we believe the Bible is the powerful word of God, has go. the power to transform and change our lives if we give it room. But tonight we're jumping into Romans 8, chapter, uh, sorry, chapter 8, verse 14 to 17. It says this, it says, For all who are led by the Spirit of God are sons of God. For you did not receive the spirit of slavery to fall back into fear, but you have received the spirit of adoption as sons by whom we cry, Abba, Father. That's just a a really personal, intimate word for dad. The spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. And if we're children, then we're heirs, heirs of God and fellow heirs with Christ, provided we suffer with him in order that we may also be glorified in or with him. Sorry. Isaac, tell me what, as we're reading that, what stands out to you? I mean, great passage of scripture. And I think uh, to kind of frame up this conversation, what sticks out for me is this whole concept of adoption. Uh, I feel like it's quite uh, pivotal and central to the the whole text that we read is, um, I mean, what does it mean to to be adopted? Is it like family, no family? Uh, I think is quite an important question to at least ponder and consider uh, as we engage in this conversation. So John, I don't know if you have any thoughts around adoption and uh, what it's kind of saying there? I, th- I think what's what's so beautiful about this is that when, obviously, I have, I have an 18-month-year-old son, I have no experience with adoption, but mm. if, if you go to an orphanage and you choose to adopt someone, right. you choose to adopt them knowing that there's baggage, baggage attached, yeah, right. knowing that there's, there's complications there, that it's mm. not just this, I, I'm just 
adopting you to tick a box so I can feel good about totally. myself, but but that I'm invested in seeing mm. you grow and flourish mm. and become all that all that you can. Right. Um, and, and when I see that, that that we haven't been given a spirit of slavery, that we yeah, fall right. back into fear, but God instead has adopted us, mm. that he has in that committed to the journey of wow. saying, I'm with you along this way. I mean, that's great. Like from the onset, it's just like, it's like we're all like, God just sees me like right where I am. He knows the baggage that's attached. He knows where we're at, where we come from. Even the, the scripture says, you did not receive the spirit of slavery, but you've received a spirit of adoption. And I love that, like you're saying, God sees the baggage, but he still chooses to adopt us anyway. Yeah. The other thing that I love about the gospel, which is just the good news, mm, the news of right. what Jesus has done for us, and we'll get more to more towards that at the end of what right. the what actually happened there, but is that the gospel is the great leveler. Yeah, right. Like when we come before God and, and, and at that moment before we know him, we're all lost. Right. We we are all distant from him. Mm. Um the, the Bible says in Romans that all have sinned and fallen short of of the glory of God. All of us have rejected God. Mm. Uh, and so when we are adopted in, none of us are adopted in any better or more awesome yeah, right. or more capable than any others. Yep. I mean, we have different gifts and different strengths and things like that. Yep. But ultimately, the gospel makes it a level playing yeah, field right. where none of us measure up to what God right. has called us to. And I think I, I love like to even dive into this a little bit more is like... Um, Adoption has this idea of family, but it's like, it's fractured and it's like messy and it's like broken and it's like, but hang on, God, God says, I'm going to adopt you. Like, I'm going to come into the middle of that environment that you're in and everyone's in the same playing field. It's like, it doesn't matter if I'm like a better speaker or I have better clothes. It's just like, we're all there. Like, and God chooses to adopt us and this idea of he's inviting us into something. So I think even if you could talk into like, like this idea of adoption is obviously being brought out of something, like you said, but, but what's he inviting us into? Like, what does that space look like? What I think is so powerful about, about God is that he invites us into family. Yeah, right. And I don't know for, for those listening or even for you, Isaac, what right. your experience of family has been. Mm. Um, but I, I obviously have my own family. I have my, my wife's family right. who I'm a part of. And you know, in my many years, I've seen seen many families operate and yep. what i think is so powerful is that the culture of the family right is not set by the children totally it's set by the parents right and so when i think of who is the parent who is the boss yeah, and yeah. who is setting the culture in in the family of mm. god it just it gets me excited totally why because god is faithful because god is loving because god is kind and, and even though we all come with with our baggage, with our issues, with our insecurities and disappointments, God mm. is faithful. God is present. God uh, desires to be totally. a part of our lives. I think that's a game changer, Jonah, because it's like, um, and I think something that we really need to understand is like we invite it in and the temperament of the home or the family in this idea of adoption, we entered into it, it's set by the father. And it's like, it's not set by another son or a daughter because they were once where I was. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter if I've been in the, the community or the family of God for, for decades, for five years, 10 years, and it's like someone's entered it's their first week. It's like, no, 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 I don't set the temperament, but God does. Yeah. And, and I think that's something like powerful for us all to know is like, it's all about him. Yeah. Like this family, this community is 
all centered around him. It's not about the, the guy who speaks. It's not about you. It's not about me because we think we're better because we have a microphone. It's like, no, we were once that adopted person too. Absolutely. And it, it makes me think of what Jesus said where he said, I only do what I see my father doing. Right. And I think we can overcomplicate Christianity and totally. we can overcomplicate being with God. But our responsibility as Christians is to do exactly what Jesus did yeah, what, right. in his time on earth. And we just do what we see the Father doing. Yeah, We uh, aim to love people by the power of the Spirit in right. the same way that God loved people. Right. Knowing that it's not going to be perfect. Knowing that we are still fallen creatures and we're never going to measure up to the perfect stand of God. Right. But our job as Christians in our day-to-day lives, totally. in our community, yep. in our devotion and in our discipline is to try as much as possible mm. Again, through the power of the Holy Spirit, this is not just an I'm gritting my teeth, totally. doing the best I can so that I can be a good person, but we're mm. doing it through the power of God. We're just doing what we see him doing. Right. And I mean, it removes all, all, all like ability to boast because it's like, well, I was adopted. I, I didn't, he came to me. Yeah. So it's just like, I'm just pumped to be in the family. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like, I don't know what life was like before you came. And so I'm just so pumped. And everyone that comes in, it's like, man, I'm pumped for you that you're here too. Yeah. Um, and so it's like, I, I think it's for me, it's like this whole like foundational thing of like, I can't believe God adopted me. It just, it Why? just removes all the pressure to try and measure up. Totally. Okay? Like no, no longer do I have to try and make something of myself or Great. be someone or, Great. or measure up to this image or, or like fit into the skinny jeans that everyone <laughs> is wearing that my trunk legs just will not like, <laughs> That, that's not totally. how I have to be. That's Great. not how I have to live. Why? Mm. Because God has chosen to adopt me. Wow. Because jo- God loves me. Yep. Because I am loved, treasured, cared for, and owned by the most powerful, loving, amazing being in the universe. And I mean, does it get any better? I don't think it does. Like literally, as we say, gospel is good. Like this is the greatest news. Like even everyone listening right now, like, we were once alienated, yeah, separate, cut off. And even here it goes. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God and fellow heirs with Christ. We've been from someone who didn't even have a father to now being an heir with Christ, yeah. adopted into the family of God. So what? Tell me what? What does that mean? If we're to be heirs with Christ, what, great question. What's the implications of that? Great question. Um, I mean, again, if we look at this imagery, we've come from this. Uh, alienated state where we had nothing like we were cut off from all uh, inheritance were cut off from all promise uh, and now through the spirit of god adopting us into the family and as you said as with christ we do have an inheritance we do have a security of our future we have a hope for tomorrow uh, that i'm not going to where i deserved almost in hell in separation from god but uh, he's adopted me into the family, and now with Christ, I get to enter into the inheritance that He has for us. Uh, and so, it blows my mind that we actually have come from that state to this. And I think it's powerful, even for me, to remember and not forget that that I've become so disconnected from people who are still currently there. Yeah, it's like I want to bring people in. It's like, like there's room for everyone. And I mean, it, it kind of raises the question then, at least like. Like, how do you bring people in? Like, what, like, how does that happen for people, Jono? Well, I think the first step is to realize before Christ where we're actually at. Yeah, right. 
Like if you if you want to go somewhere, you need to first start with well, where actually am I? Yeah, yeah, true. Like what's my starting point? And and this this scripture here in verse fifteen, it says, "For you did not receive a spirit of slavery." Yeah, right. We were the the Bible says we were slaves yep. before we were adopted, and and obviously you haven't been to an ancient slave market, <laughs> but but what would have happened in those spaces is that each and every slave would have had a a, a piece of wood tied around their right. neck. And that piece of wood would have the price on it. Yep. And that would determine how much that slave had to be bought for, what what their cost was, how much were they worth to yeah, you. Right. And and when we look at the Bible and what Jesus has done for us, here's what he actually did for us. Yep. He came and he absorbed that debt. Yeah, right. What's even crazier is that that debt was not just a sum of money. He didn't have to just drop a sneaky meal for each of us. <laughs> yeah. The penalty, the Bible says that the wages of sin is death. The penalty for our sin, the penalty that when God wanted to adopt us and he saw the rap sheet of everything that we'd done before, the penalty for that, the cost for him to adopt us was someone had to die. And either we had to die or he had to die because someone has to. And what's amazing is that that's what Jesus came to earth to do for us is that he came to die so that he could ransom us so that we could go from being slaves to sons so that we could be bought at the market and not brought into his house as just a slave someone who's forced to scrub floors but as someone who gets to sit at the table have conversation with him have dinner with him that we get to be part of the family. Wow. Like that it, it honestly it just blows my mind. It's literally the good news. Yeah. That God would like you said, adopt us. Wild. I guess to land it, Jono, like to tie it all together. Maybe there's someone there that goes, I wanna be in the family of God. I wanna be adopted in. Like practically right now. What's something they could do? I think I think the first thing is just to realise that we need it. Totally that we can be humble enough to say, God, I'm less than perfect. You are perfect. I choose to accept uh, and I want to accept what you have done for me. Would you adopt me into your family? It literally like pick me, (laughs) you know, working your way to the front of of the crowd so that that he can see you at the front. Just say, God, would you pick me? I know I come with a long list of everything that I've done wrong, my flaws, my insecurities, my imperfections, but God, would you choose me? Wow. Uh, and that that's such a powerful thing and and you know it it, it just starts with a prayer yep. and, and i'm not going to recite a prayer for yeah, you or yeah. anything like that but just come before god and say god i want you to choose me or something to that effect which which is to tie it all together it's like community first and foremost is community with god yeah like it's not the church you attend the clothes you wear the the music you like whether you're a hillsong guy or a bethel guy it's like no no it's the fact that it's with god if you are that person it's like choose me then we as a church would love to help form that community with you, right? Definitely. You can reach out to us on our social medias. We have Instagram and Facebook. Uh, Instagram, ElevationYAGC, or Facebook is Elevation Young Adults Gold Coast. And we would love to really just connect with you and, and help kind of unpack this. We also celebrate. Like you've been adopted. Yeah. Wild. The, the Bible says, and, and we'll close on this, but the Bible says that there's actually rejoicing and a party so in good. heaven over so every good. single person who comes to know Jesus. Like, so if you just made that decision, know that heaven is losing the plot. Like, <laughs> they're, 
they're having roast pork and you know some sweet veggies and, and just partying. Jono's Jono, right now on a diet, so he's like, "That sounds good to me." Yeah. I'm like, "I want a burger. <laughs> Give me a burger in heaven." Yeah, you had to you had to bring up the heavenly burger. <laughs> yeah, didn't you? there we go. But hey, that is all we have time for. Again, wild. We have been adopted. We were slaves. We're adopted invited into the family of God. I think that's amazing. Well, I can't wait for a fortnight to catch up and continue the talk as we look at community. I've had a great time. Yeah, it's been it's been great and I look forward to catching all of you in two weeks' time. Sweet. See you soon. You've just listened to another episode of The Talk. To stay connected, please visit us at any of our social media accounts. You'll find us on Instagram by searching Elevation YAGC or on the Facebook by searching Elevation Young Adults Gold Coast. We can't wait to see you next time on The Talk.